Welcome back. Episode 156, Ding Dong, it's a podcast. 146. Just kidding. I was wrong. Which is funny because I looked and I saw the last one we did was 145 and I go, oh, so this is 150. Yeah, that makes sense to me. (laughs) Guys, welcome back from the longest last two weeks and or a year that the world has ever seen. Yeah. There's a month of information every day. (laughs) Literally, there was a debate last Tuesday. That seems like forever ago. And then... By Thursday afternoon, I promise you I felt like at least two and a half weeks had gone by. Oh, for sure. And I'm like, oh, and then it was just that over and over again. So at this point, um, I have no idea the concept of time. I'm getting married in a week. That's an important one. That's exciting. I do know that. That's exciting. That's really the only date that I've been able to focus on at this point. (laughs) Which is okay for you. Right. That's a good deal for me. Everything else, total mystery. No idea what's going on. I feel like anymore, having something to be genuinely excited about is is a great plus. Couldn't agree more. Pumped up I'm about happy it. for you. Thanks. Good. Me too. Juice. Can't wait. Very hype. But that's exactly how Madison probably wants me to describe our wedding. It's very hype. Dude, I hope so. But I mean, kind of. A tiny hype wedding. Dude, can I tell you about some of the food we got? It's a nice day for a... Hype wedding. Hype wedding. It's a nice day to plan another reception for a year from now because of COVID. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please tell me about the food. I love food. Well, good, because you're going to be eating some. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, We got, what do we got, baby? We got we got two nights <laughs> back to back. <laughs> we got we got two nights. Dude, first night, taco bar. Damn. Damn. Unfuckwittable. Dude, entirely unfuckwittable. We got Chim Kim. We got Asada. And we got fried avocado. That's going to hit somebody's subwoofer really hard. Just um, And that's going to be phenomenal. And we're going to have drink. And we're going to have Mary. And we're going to have, you know. And then the next night. The next night. There's, there's. Hope there's you like crostini, two. buddy, because we got a bunch. We got avocado and fellini. Indeed, we got <laughs> crostini out the waz. We got avocado crostini. Yum. Wow. We got artichoke dip for your crostini. Yo. Yum. And we got cougar gold cheddar queso with uh stuff in it like meat. Yum. <laughs> Cougar Gold? Have you never heard of that? Queso? Yeah, dude. No. Dude, Cougar Gold's fucking lit. Is it Cougar Gold? Yeah. It's Is that because it's the color of a cougar? No. Or oh. It's just made by uh lonely Golden singles cougars. near you. <laughs> Golden AKA singles. AKA the in kids your at areas. Washington State. No. Yeah. But no, that is where it is made. It is made in My, Sponsored by Mike Leach. <laughs> or it's made in Pullman. Yeah. Nice. And it's He's very good anymore. cheese. Okay. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna have those as little appetizers, and then 
probably could have sent these out, but since it's such a small deal now, uh, <laughs> I'll just ask you now. Hey, do you want chicken or steak? Let's go steak. Okay, cool. Me too. Um, <laughs> so we're doing 10 steaks and 10 chickens. The chicken looked really good, though. 10 whole chickens? Yeah. Are all they like Cornish big game ass birds. Yeah. Nice. Um, so Dude, we're doing that. Cornish game head in a minute. Dude, I don't, I don't know that I've ever had one. I feel like I it's would like eat it like a chicken. cartoon where I just put that shit right. in my mouth and just, <laughs> just suck all the, all the flesh. Like, have you ever seen a full chicken in a can? <laughs> I have, and it makes me so upset. So uncomfortable. To believe and know that that is a thing. Yeah, you just stab some holes in the top and set it on the, the grill, I think, would be your best bet. I, he, I hate <laughs> I'm that, making though. that up right now. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, because it would just drip everywhere. No, you put the holes in the top. Got it. Yep, that makes just, more sense. <laughs> it's like I'm cooking a beer can of chicken. <laughs> just pop, anyway, pop, pop in the so bottom. And then steaks. we got, and then what else? We got some other stuff. You better believe it, buddy. We got, a, we got some um, uh, sweet potato and black bean sides, which delish. We got okay. fucking uh, some other stuff that I forgot. <laughs> the first night we're going to have chips and queso, which is going to be lit. And then, Ooh. dude, dessert. We got uh, a wedding cake. Let's go. It looks delicious. Wedding cake's so exciting. Dude, and then, but then, even better is the people who are catering it. It's Cosmic Cowboy is the name, which, first of all, what? cool last name. If you're ever in Spokane, Yo. go to them because they're hooking us up fat. Not a nice. sponsor. Would gladly be sponsored by them. Yeah. Um, They... We're like, okay, well, in the price, it just includes dessert. Like, we know you obviously have wedding cake, but, like, do you want extra dessert? It's like, well, like, if it comes with it. So we're doing 10 slices yeah. of, like, a dark chocolate fudgy cake, and then we're doing Ugh. 10 slices of cheesecake with a huckleberry compote. Hello? Ugh. Hello? Dude, I wish compote wasn't so close to compost. Yeah, me I too. compote's delicious. Yes, and compost is not. And compost what are we, Applebee's? Because we're eating good in the neighborhood, baby. <laughs> Dude, I'd take an Applebee's sponsorship too. Who I, I would take really any sponsorship. All you can eat rib point. tips. <laughs> we've been, we've played that game before. Oh yeah, rib tip roulette. <laughs> what was the one that we went to? It was you, it was me, and Joey. Popcorn and shrimp. Just, yeah, and rib tips, and that one was good. Chicken of some sort. That was a good combo, and it was just yeah. like, okay, well, we're gonna go sit and here they have for three what, hours. Like dollar mixed drinks or something mm -hmm. like that. They, they, like, dude, that came out in night. the middle of law school, and I'm like, well, <laughs> here goes my slide. <laughs> like, Woo, self-sabotage, here I come. The, the funniest part, I think we've talked about this. There was a kid in my class called Texas Ty. His name yeah. was just Ty, but he was yeah. like a six-foot-four cowboy from the middle of Texas. Hell yeah, brother. And yeah, Exactly. And he <laughs> um, loved Applebee's. That was like a defining trait of his. <laughs> And I promise you, I'm not even fucking around. It, dude, legitimately, if you spoke bad about Applebee's, you may as well have slapped his grandmother. Those were comparable offenses. It ought to be a law. Get the sheriff on the phone. Dude, Lord have mercy. How'd he even get that two for 20 on down at Applebee's? Badonka donk. Boy, slap you those knees, you know? Um, but, but yeah, Ty loved them. He loved Applebee's. Like, it was his favorite thing. And it was so much a running joke that one time we all just went to see, like, Good. like with him to make him prove that he loved it. And he, like, <laughs> knew everybody in there and, like, <laughs> fucking had a regular, like, order. And I'm like, that is so insane. Because, Here's like, the thing. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Missoula is not that big a place. But also, like, he lived in the same neighborhood as my parents. Yeah. And, like, 
it's close to an Applebee's, but like it is. It's right down we don't even go there that often. I can only imagine how often you'd have to go there to be a regular. Here, I two things. Yeah. I read something recently about how to become a regular, which is, and you can yeah. probably attest to this because yeah. you were a regular, certain of it. at yeah. Useworld at multiple places. <laughs> Useworld being one of them, yeah. Um, but you have to like introduce yourself to the staff right. by name, right? And just they they start accepting you as a regular if you become on a first name basis with them, exactly. And just like be nice, say hi when you come in, say bye when you leave, right? You know. Um, the other thing is, is that. Applebee's gets a bad rap, and I understand why. I have had some less. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not even a good joke. <laughs> I mean, it's good enough for me. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I've I've had some like very dry chicken at Applebee's, and like some almost undercooked pasta like not not al dente like <laughs> did you dente. yeah like albert dente <laughs> um <laughs> um but you just have to put into context and understanding where you're going it's right. like people that hate olive garden right fuck you i get olive that garden it's not it's like wow, <laughs> you, you hate dude that was like a that was ricky bobby shit if you don't yeah. like Olive Garden, then fuck you. Fuck you. I mean, but um, I agree though, you just right? Have to you gotta like, in context. You just gotta know what you're getting into. Yes. Why would you go to Olive Garden and expect fucking Rotini Strombolis? Like <laughs> that feels made up. I feel like you yeah, just made that it up. It is. It is. I'm aren't sorry. Those two That's types probably of, offensive. Aren't those, wait, Rotini Stromboli wouldn't even make sense. Rotini's a pasta. Yeah, Stromboli's like a, a uh, like a, a, a it's a sandwich, like a pizza pocket thing, right? It's like a, a rolled oh sandwich. On, fucking look it up. A, you're thinking of a calzone is more of a pizza pie. I am not but a thinking of a calzone because I think of a calzone all the time. And I know okay, exactly calm what down, Ben. Like. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, a stromboli is like a yeah, it's a like thick sandwich. It's a, okay, stromboli kind of. is a type of turnover filled with various Italian cheeses and usually Italian cold cuts or vegetables. Yeah, the dough is used is either Italian bread dough or pizza dough. Mm. A stromboli is somewhat similar to a calzone. <laughs> So me calling it a fucking hot pocket is not is okay. insensitive for sure, but also not incorrect. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying you think if you think you're going to a high end Italian restaurant when you go to <laughs> everybody just I, I tried to gesture loud enough. You're just so in the you're just in the wrong place. Like, you know. listen, Jamoke, if you're here for high class Italian restaurant Italian food, I forget you about what? it. <laughs> Forget about it. You here for another bowl of uh, gazpacho? Spaghetti about it. You know what I mean? Spaghetti about it. Is that what you said? Indeed. <laughs> and so I says, hey, Frankie. <laughs> says, Frankie, come here. Come here. And he says, listen up, you big stromboli. I love you. But you can't marry Carla. You big strongboli. <laughs> yeah, dude. I Dude, big stromboli. Would be a really good nickname. Yeah. If I was in a bowling league more than the times I've already been in a bowling league, my nickname would be Big Stromboli. I hope so. Can Sterling be Strom Big Stromboli? That. Can we suggest that to him? Yeah. He's a good bowler. I couldn't tell you the last time we went bowling. He gets so mad because he's he, good. My, yeah. my high right. is my best bowling 
round is better than his. Really? And he gets he gets so mad about it. Dude, he poured himself into the craft there for a little while. I know. He knows he's so weird about stuff like that. Like I love it he though. Got, I'm he here got for really it. into bowling. He can tell you like stats and shit about all the PBA bowlers. Yeah. Like knows them all by name. Now, like we played a lot of fall <laughs> this summer. And he can tell you, like, everything about every fulfer and is like, yeah, when he throws this shot on this hole at this course. And, like, that's good, though. It's like, okay, he's not Phil Mickelson, man. Like, <laughs> But he's passionate about it, and I respect that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dude, this is the weirdest but best segue in. Talking about weird fucking sports. Did you know there's a putt-putt world championship every year? What? Yeah, man. No, I did not know that. Do I, they, like, travel? I think so. And I don't know that it's, like... I say every year. I think it's still happening. Who knows this year, obviously, but. Right. But. You could have one person on each hole. Somebody. Uh, that's what she said. Somebody. Uh, <laughs> um, somebody posted uh, like a, a like a one minute clip and it just says, wish we could go back to the old days. And it was on or like the good old days or something. And I think it was on Reddit. And I have no idea what subreddit that possibly could have been. Twitter seems like a good place for this video, too. But it was basically just like. A clip from like the 1982 Putt Putt Golf Association like hey, tournament, yo, the and they were just PGA. Dude, literally it's the PPA, the Professional Putters Association, and um, it's just dudes just raining like just hole in ones across the board. That's all they do. All they know is buckets. Like that's wild. And so I looked and I just typed in like uh, Putt Putt Championships or whatever. And the laughing squid, I've never heard of this website, so go at your own risk. <laughs> but they have uh, found the PPA's Vimeo page and linked, Yo. like, 50 years of putt-putt tournament action. Did I just Yo. start one on accident? Oh, nope. I almost did, though. But, like, okay, here's the thing. PPA uploaded these six years ago, but now they have, like, all of them up. So if Yo. if you're running out of stuff on Netflix... If you've got no more shows on Hulu, Dude, Amazon Prime's not doing it for you. Mini golf to Disney watch. Plus, but you're looking for Plus Plus, go watch some Plus Plus Mini Golf. And tell us, dude, tweet us the deets if you watch one of these. Literally any detail about it. Yeah. Not even as like a proof like, that you did it. You could make it up. But if you send me a link of like, hey, this person is really good, or this person nailed a great birdie on hole 10, I'm going to believe you. Okay, I'm going to go check it out. Dude, Professional Putters Association started in 1959 by Don Clayton, the founder of Putt Putt Golf in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Wow. First of all. Oh, shout out Jay Cole. I, shout out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I was thinking more like New North Carolina has a lot of firsts. They're the yeah. they're the birthplace of flight. Shout out That's Kitty true. Hawk. They're the birthplace of Putt Putt. That's why. And also likely some other things. What was invented in North Carolina? Probably something. <laughs> Originally began as the Putt Putt the Professional Putt Putt Golfers Association in 1959. The name was changed in 1960 to the Professional Putters Association. The organization okay. was formed to provide tournaments and competition to those who viewed putting as a sport. Are they an LLC or? Perhaps. Since 1959, the PPA has held a national championship tournament. Dude, get this. Fucking what? The PPA has awarded over $8 million in prize money over the past 52 Yo, years. My God. That's insane. That's a lot. I'm in the wrong I'm in the wrong line of work. I, I agree. Me too. The Putt-Putt Golf Course's championship TV series has become the longest-running syndicated sports program in television history. Yo, and it's not even on the Ocho. Dude, this shit is the Simpsons like, of that's sports. Real. It's just been around. Yeah. 
Billy Packer, best known for his work on college basketball for NBC and CBS, and Frank Gleber, longtime sportscaster for CBS, served as the announcers. That's awesome. So, okay, so let's go through some timeline facts here, right? Okay. I was just reading up all about this. First national tournament program of the PPA for 26 grand in prize money in 1960, which would have been, that's like, okay, hold on, we're going to do the, I'm going to guess that's going to be like 200 grand. That's a lot of money. Let's see. I'd say probably like 130. 150 in 1960 worth today. That's worth $202,000. Wow. For fucking putt putt, dude. You know how many properties they probably could have bought with 26 grand? That's a home. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Um so but the first year was kind of incognito. They weren't on TV. The first putting match, however, was filmed in 1961 for the PPA Parade of Champions TV series. Dang. That shit went world they called up uh pitbull and went mr worldwide in 1965 they went to africa australia japan and canada thereafter but Yo. africa had the first foreign tournament 1969 nice amateur putters association began today amateur putters compete in their own divisions zane i'm Dang. gonna look up if amateur putters have anything near us dude if they I, had have a tournament at like a jellystone or something dude can you imagine <laughs> And I didn't know about it. Amateur Putters Association. Amateur is such a hard... Dude, spell amateur right now. I spelled it phonetically. A-M-E-T-U-R-E, which is incorrect. A-M-A-T-E-U-R. T-E-U-R. That is correct. Let's see if the Amateur Putters Association has any... Dude, a fucking sign-ups and forms? Oh my Can God, you use happening. it in a sentence, please? Pro Putters. Let's see. Well, I see the Pro Putters. Where the fuck are the Amateur Putters? <laughs> Dude, there's a guy getting absolutely buck wild on here. Local tournaments. This would Spokane, be I could see Spokane having something like that. This would be legitimately one of the most fun things to go do. Just go get in Dude, a putt putt nah. tournament with like fucking hardos about putt putt. Here's, here's the problem. Yeah. I feel like putt putt for me is the extreme version of everything else I do. Like fair. I I can I can start off pretty decent, but once it falls apart. It is like the steepest drop off. It's not even like right. you're sliding <laughs> There's no down recovery, a hill. Yeah. There's just a cliff. It's Wiley Coyote, man, and it just takes me a little while to realize that I'm floating in the air, right? And then I'm dead. Um, well, there is not a. Um, there, it's basically like Mason Dixon line and below is where ah, these events are. So okay. we're pretty much out of the running on that. Dang. But guys, 1970 Vance Randall was on it as the 1960s putter. Of Vance the Randall, dude. Yeah, he too loved Applebee's. Fucking Mike Baldoza won fifty grand in nineteen seventy three for for Yo. fucking putt putt. Although I will say I keep saying like, oh, it's just putt putt. These dudes nail it. Yeah, they are absolute freak putters. Um, nineteen eighty seven putt putt Hall of Fame is created, and Good. Ron Frederick is the uh, putter of the decade of the eighties. Wow, it's shown on ESPN for the first time worldwide ninety five. Um, let's see, 2000, they award 100 grand in prize money. Alan Quinelli's victory makes him the only three-time winner of this event as a professional. Wow. So it rotates. Like, it's not like anybody's come through and dominated. Well, dude, speaking of domination, I, this timeline only goes up through 2005, so who knows what he's up to these days. But Greg right. Ward was honored as the 90s putter of the decade in 2001. And then in 2002, he won the match play championship. And then in 2005... He surpassed none other than Alan Quinley as the sport's all-time oh, wow. leading money winner. Wow. So. Well, 
I feel like they have to put that into time context because, like you said, in 1965, it was twenty six thousand dollars. But if they're giving away one hundred and fifty, right? Congrats, you won one thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah, in two thousand five, like still a lot of money, but you have to win way less tournaments to make way more money. We may have stumbled into a hole here because I just clicked on like the mini golf thing and was like, oh, competitions and tournaments or whatever. The first sentence of this says, nearly all European countries have an official national federation for promoting mini golf as a competition sport. What? The biannual European championships attract competitors from more than 20 countries. Dude, that's probably the biggest thing that uh, they lost in Brexit was their mini golf committee. I would, yeah. They were like, fuck it, we're staying with the EU. Thanks, though. Um, let's see. World mini golf or world, yeah, world mini golf sport federation represents some forty thousand registered competition players from thirty-seven countries. Jesus. National mini golf federation of Germany has eleven thousand members with a competing license, and the Swiss or the Swedish have eight thousand. That okay? Let me let me Google something really quick. How many players? <laughs> Dude, here's a crazy fact. The scepter of competitive mini-golf rests quite firmly in mainland Europe. No player from other countries, such as UK, United States, Japan, etc., has ever reached even the top 50 in World Championships men's category. Wow. You said Germany has 11,000 11, players? How many courses do they have? I don't know. Okay. I, I can look that up. Yeah. But there are 1,696 players in the NFL. Germany has 10 times that for mini-golfers? Competitive licensed players. Jesus. How many mini golf course yeah. courses in Germany? The US has the longer history mini- of mini golf competitions. But oh, but standardized oh, pra- European competition courses are practically unknown in the US. Therefore, American players have been unable to learn the secrets of European mini golf. <laughs> On the traditional American courses, the best American players are able to challenge the top European players in a tough and exciting competition. It doesn't say specifically Myrtle Beach may be the golf capital of the world, but it's also the self-proclaimed mini golf capital of the world. There you go. Not on, not only are there more mini golf courses per square mile than any other city in the United States, but Myrtle Beach is also home turf for Pro Mini Golf Association's annual ma- Masters go. Tournament. Yes. Dude. This was in 2018. Fucking wild. Yo, if you're from Myrtle Beach, let us know. If you played mini golf in Myrtle Beach, you're among the greats. Yo. I'm here It's like playing it. Augusta. Coming around hole 17. Um, Zane, you mentioned the Brits. The British Mini Golf Association, BMGA, has an additional problem (laughs) on their way to greater success in competitive mini golf. While the mini golf federations in Europe receive annual funding from the government, in England, the national sports organization, Sports England, has refused to accept BMGA as its member, which means that BMGA is left without public funding that other forms of sport enjoy. They're a club team. Right. The rules of Sport England declare that only one variant of each sport can be accepted as a member. And mini golf oh, is no, interpreted. Oh, no, real golf. Yeah, they're like, fuck you, fake golf. Damn. No person is known to be earning their living by competing in mini golf. Many course owners and employees. <laughs> you're going to be poor as hell if you're really good at this sport. Many course owners best. and employees naturally earn their living by working at mini golf courses. And some of the best earn their living from mini golf related work, such as giving putting lessons to golf players. That, it seem- makes sense to me. Genius. Many mini golf courses also offer other forms of entertainment, such as carousels, go-kart tracks, batting cages, and redemption arcades. So they're they're pros at all of those things, right? Like, you don't want to get on some Resident Evil with somebody who works at a mini golf place. Probably not, yeah. They're, they're going to know Virtua the Cop yeah. or something. 
the high this okay i don't know that this is necessarily true because we were just hearing a bunch of higher prize monies but the highest money prizes are paid in the u.s where the winner of a major competition may earn up to five thousand dollars Huh. I think they mean 50 because it literally said some people had won $50,000 before. Yeah. Maybe that was a year. Maybe they won that over. They were in like, maybe yeah. the tournament's like a process. That, okay, fair. Right, yeah. In mainland Europe, the money prizes are generally quite low, and in many cases, honor is the only thing at stake in the competition. Ah, hey, a true competition. <laughs> a man's sport. International championships usually award no money prizes at all, which kind of bullshit because it's international, so. Yeah. Dude, just, just get people to pool that money together that's what i mean like, um if let's it's see. making it onto espn somebody will pay you some money oh shit there's two organizations what the fuck there's professional putters association and the u.s pro mini golf association uspmga <laughs> they are the ones who represent the u.s in the world mini golf sport federation having been an active member since 1995 wow israel now has a mini golf association now which is exciting <laughs> for them congrats Dude, let's see this. Um, they are. Uh, let's. Oh, I'm looking for what the you most prestigious. The... Go ahead. The world. The most prestigious. Uh, MOS. What the fuck does MOS stand for? What? Let's assume that's like main organized standard or something like that. The most prestigious MOS mini golf competitions in the world are the U.S. Masters, U.S. Open, British Open, World Crazy Golf Champions, and the World Adventure Golf Champion or Masters. And the Shooter McGavin annual tournament. You know for a fact I'm clicking on World Crazy Golf Championships. Of course. I bet that one has more features. I would think so, because the other ones are literally just named after major golf events. Right. Um, tiny, tiny versions of those courses. Dude, it's on the seafront of Hastings, East Sussex. Okay. It's like the British Open, but less prestigious. <laughs> um, you, complete for a, or you compete for a prestigious trophy with players all around the world, including England, Scotland, Wales, Ireland, Finland, Germany, Czech Republic, Portugal, and the U.S. Dang. But during its 18-year history through 2020, only six players have managed to lift the trophy. What? Bro, what the fuck? That many people just win every time? Dude, we got... Oh, let's see. Hold on. Who is this? Winner. We got motherfucking... Oh, let's go from the other order. Um... Role of Honor champion? What the fuck is this? Oh, dude. We got Tim Davies, who f literally swept the first four years. 2003 yeah. to 2006, Tim Davies was unfucking stoppable That great. Good By, like, a large margin. Really? <clears throat> a large in, if you will. What does this mean? I don't know. Oh, hold on. Let me see how the score works real quick, because I'm like, there's no fucking way that he scored 25 and other people had 200. What? That okay. means he just aced every hole. Dude, I know people are going to get sick of this, but too fucking bad. <laughs> I want to read this. I'm very invested now. <laughs> the world crazy Dude, we're going to read real quick. The World Crazy Golf Championships is open with no age restriction. There's also categories for women's, juniors, and novices, us. <laughs> and we get a dedicated trophy. Um, many obstacles, including a water wheel, a windmill, an obelisk, lighthouse ramps, wow. bends, twists, and bunkers. Wow. So this, uh, it's a mini golf tournament which has its own unique playing rules, such as every player using the same type of ball. Up to okay. 102 competitors in 2005 played wow. six qualifying rounds, four on Saturday and two on Sunday, with the lowest scoring 18 making the cut. That's a, <clears throat> that's a hole in one on every. Sorry, lowest right? scoring 18 players. Yes. Oh, lower scoring. But I yeah, I mean the lowest. I think score the pros are getting of 18, like 20 or 21 probably. 
That's crazy. <clears throat> um, since 2010, the championship's been played on one course, um, the Crazy Golf and Arnold Palmer-type course with obstacles. Prior to this, it was played on two different courses. Um, the winner receives 1,000 pounds, and a further 2,000 is distributed to the placed players. I wonder if your knuckles would hurt after 1,000 pounds. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then another 2,000 are given out to everybody up? else. So, <laughs> In 2013, Olivia Pro- uh, Czech teenager Olivia Prokopova became the first female winner and also the youngest ever champion at 18. Wow. Side note, uh, the French Open just ended. Yeah. And a 19-year-old girl from Poland won the whole thing without losing a set. Shit. Yeah. So, shouts to her playing tennis real good. Nice. Oh, okay. This makes more sense. I was seeing, I, I had re- misread the Excel sheet here, and this says entrance. And, like, the first year it said 25, and I thought that Tim Davies had scored 25 and the next guy had scored 272. <laughs> so, um, dude, hold on. What, 2003, what year did this teenager win? 2013. Define teenage, R. Kelly. <laughs> It depends on what if means. <laughs> no. That was the wildest fucking video. Dude. Um, depends on what your definition of is. Dude, is. No, I hate that. That's Bill Clinton. Um, um. <laughs> there's just so much bad in the world. Um, okay, so Tim, dude, Tim Davies and John McAveer. Of course. Not to be confused with John Those... McAvoy. These literally <laughs> sound like knockoff names. Or John McAfee. Uh, right. Also, yeah. Uh, so Tim Davies won the first four years. First year, he won by four strokes. Next year, by like 12. Then he won by two. He beat Olivia Prokopova, who oh, we wow. know will win seven years after. But it was pretty, It was pretty. you know, stalwart. A Welsh guy won it four years in a row. And then it was a bunch of English dudes. 2007, three English dudes, top three. Dang. Uh, won pretty handily. Then Tim Davies comes back for his fifth Ooh. win. And, dude, he went out on top. He still has the highest wins. Tim Davies is a Tiger Woods of. But then fucking Chris Harding and Keith Kellard and Michael Smith, they go back and forth. Like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Or sorry, seven of the next ten years, they win it. Olivia Prokopova beats that somewhere in there. And she wins by almost 20, over 20 strokes, which is totally Holy insane. Holy smokes. Just a dominant performance by Olivia. Yeah. She Everybody also then wins it again in 2017 by five strokes. Yo. Yo. And Mark Chapman has gone back to back over Adam Kelly. Ooh. Dude, in 2018, he won by one stroke, 226 to 227. And last year, he won 235 to 237. So Adam Kelly has this dude's number. Right. But Mark Chapman seems to have it figured out. Mark Chapman's got ice in his veins. I He's love that we were able to talk about this. And That's I great. apologize in advance to everybody who didn't like that, but too bad. In advance after we're done. Yeah. <laughs> Postscript. <laughs> um, did you know that's what PS means? Postscript? I don't, I don't I, know that I did. Yeah, that's that's what that means. Ooh, you and ever that... stretch and scream? <laughs> Frequently. Okay. <clears throat> that's kind of been my, my new thing is, like, we'll show up to cross-country meets and – I'll get off the bus and just like, like make weird noises, mm-hmm. and it's like everybody understands. Well, definitely, you know, you ride a bus. We had to ride a school bus Ooh. to Helena, Ooh. which on a on a school bus is a two plus hour drive. I can make it to Helena in like an hour and fifteen minutes. You can, and but I don't know that you should. I usually make it to Helena in about an hour and 15 minutes. That is no, a horrifying it, fact. It usually takes me about an hour and a half. 
Okay, but, that's a little better. But yeah, on a bus it takes like on a bu- two yeah, that's hours a to two hours yeah. and fifteen minutes. And yeah, we're on a school like a regular school bus, and the regular school buses have seat belts now, and you're supposed Ew. to wear them. And they're designed for little kids, so they like pull out of the seat like halfway up my shoulder. And I'm supposed to like, like small boy yeah. morph into this. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. Nice. Anyways, <laughs> I found something that was re- really funny and a pretty harmless uh, prank. I feel like sure. um, people. Where was it? I don't know what city it was in. Okay. They started installing plaques on things like benches and whatnot Love with that. fake facts on them. Oh, man. Um, and so here's a few of these plaques that yes. got removed Please. from various things. Uh, humans first invented fire right here, 1903. <laughs> <laughs> and these are like, these are like engraved. Oh, wow. Yeah. They look like very real. real. Yeah. They look serious. <laughs> Um, at this spot in 1806, explorer David Thompson forded the Bow River with his herd of 14 African elephants. Oh. <laughs> Benji, the first hamster to fly solo around the world, took off from this spot in April 1937. <laughs> right in the middle of a war, <laughs> a hamster flies around the world. <laughs> Dude, the little goggles would be very cute, though. Just... <laughs> what if he had to run on a wheel to keep his little flight going? <laughs> yeah, I would love that. <laughs> um, nothing of note happened here, or at least that's what they want you to believe. Shit, that's a provocative <laughs> plaque. That's a good one. That's very funny. Um, this bench marks the site of the first convu- uh, confirmed UFO. I'm going to huh? start over. This bench marks the site of the first confirmed UFO landing in Calgary, 1963. So I guess we can assume this was in Calgary. Yeah, <clears throat> good. Um, and the last one, this bench marks the farthest west that Christopher Columbus ever traveled, September 1494. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Those are all pretty good. Solid prank. Dude. You sent me a thing a few days ago, and I don't know that I gave it the attention that I should have, but I'm realizing now that I'm A, sorry about that, but also B, <laughs> that we may have one of the more interesting stories about furniture that I've ever seen, I think. Maybe it's not interesting. I guess we'll find out as the story goes, but you sent me a picture of a white leather chair oh, and yes. corresponding ottoman. It looked like it had seen its way around the world a little bit. It was used. It was yep. likely not cared for too well, but at least a little bit. And I'm certain yep. that more than one of these were sold. Of course. But this chair seems to be haunting us. Yep. And in like a fine way, I guess. But I'll have to defer to you for the origins of this story because I know where I come into it at Johnson. But yeah. you recognized it before then so it yeah like tyler said big comfy sink into it leather chair with a matching ottoman it's got a little yellowing you know it's pretty mashed down while sat in well we had that chair at uh clark street for sure right which is the second house i lived in after moving out of the dorms after college right right i do not believe that we had it in east missoula 
Um, if we do, I just don't remember it. Sure. But our, our friend Pat had this chair at Clark Street. And then when we moved out of there, he got rid of it. He wasn't going to take it to whatever the next place he was going to right. was. And then we move into the Johnson house. And what you you weren't there the first six months? Correct. I think you waited six months or so to move in there? Yeah. So Tyler moves in and starts accumulating things like, hey, I got these big speakers and I got a new bed and check it out. I got this chair at Donation Warehouse. Yeah, I was like, can you come help me pick this up? Because I have the chair and I don't think it'll fit in my car. And you're like, yeah, well, let's go look. And like, worst case, we'll fit it in mine. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And so, or we'll get Brandon's truck or something. Like, mm-hmm. and so we go down there and I pay for it. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And they help bring it out. And you're like, we load it up or whatever. And you were like, yo, I know this chair. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, you don't. Like, shut up. And you're like, no, 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 for real. I know this chair. We used to own it. Yeah. And I was like, get the, f- no way. Oh, dude, there's got to be more than one. It's like, I've never seen another chair that looks like that. Yeah. It's not particularly unique looking, but I also know that I've never seen another one in the wild. Right. And so I think there was some mark on it that allowed you to realize like, oh yeah, this is where that exact thing came from. Like a burn or a stain or something like that. Yeah. So we cleaned it up. We scrubbed it. We did all the stuff and take care of it. And then it lived in my room for, you know, a few years, lived in the living room for a little while. The entire, yeah. you know, we were at Johnson for four years. And so it lived there the whole time. And then... I moved to my Tina apartment. Right. And it moved with me there. But, or sorry, it moved up into my parents' storage. They have a storage place. Yeah. So I was like, well, maybe I'll use it there. And then I got a different recliner. Right. And so I was like, well, I don't really need this one. But I also don't know that I won't need furniture for wherever I go next. Right. So sat in my parents' place. And we donated it, uh, I think, like two days before we moved. Or maybe even day of. Like, we loaded it up in the U-Haul when I was moving to Spokane and dropped it off. And we're like, okay, well, there it is. See you later. Yeah. It's been a good time, chair. And so now, what, just over a year later, there's these people in Missoula on Marketplace, one of the best. God, Marketplace is so good. Dude, I live on Facebook Marketplace. I do. Marketplace is literally. I just sit there and scroll and save stuff. And if it's there like a week later, which it never is, I have to buy it. So I never buy stuff because it's never there. Well, good. (laughs) I mean, probably for your wallet, that's probably a good deal. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's the Um, best. But it's the fucking chair, dude. I zoomed into it. Dude, it's the same one. I looked at it. It's everything I remember and more. I never realized that it's kind of stitched like a baseball. It is kind of stitched like a baseball, (laughs) which is wild. And also there's a new, the bottom right corner of the seat cushion looks like it got chewed on by a dog. Oh, maybe. yeah, it got, got a little chewed up. But, but this yeah, there's chair no way it's not the same chair. Will not leave us alone. And I'm like, do we got to rescue it? I almost obligated to go buy it. That's the thing. It's like, do like, we rescue it? It's comfortable. Where do I put it? I don't, I, my living room isn't really set up for that. And it can't like, really go in the studio. Our garage isn't ready for it. Right. It would, like, dude, it's a perfect garage chair, though. I think so. Like, I'm not going to put it outside. Sure. It's a leather chair. Right. But. Guys, yeah. let us know if you've ever been haunted by furniture. Spent a lot of time playing uh, Rocket League in that chair. Uh, so much, right. It's a great game. You spent a lot of time kicking my ass in Madden, too, which was kind of a bummer. <laughs> hey, I had to take my wins because for as good as I always think I am at Madden, I'm really bad at Madden. I will so. say this. I feel like we were... Like, you and I would compete in Madden or whatever, but where it really came down to is FIFA. 
FIFA. Because every yep. sometimes there would be a five one blow. Dude, the worst one of the worst days of my fucking life was when Dennis beat me like six zero, and everybody watched it. <laughs> Sucked so bad. Because Dennis isn't like great at FIFA. No, and he either. just he I could not stop a goal. Like it, I was like allergic to blocking a goal, <laughs> and he just it was surgical precision. And he would be like, "Oh, I didn't even mean to," which is so much worse. At least <laughs> pretend that you meant to. You're like, "Oh, it just kind of mm, just went across." Yeah, I just went across for the sixth goal in a game, and I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here, Dennis! Don't talk to me." <laughs> we have we have the worst friends to play stuff like that with <laughs> because we're all super competitive. Yes, and you get people like Dennis and Muzz and stuff who are like the sorest losers. I'm not a great loser, but I winner. am better than them. I'm like, I'll admit, I'm not a good loser necessarily, but I'm also not that. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're also very sore winners. Yeah. That's like... arguably worse to me is that it's like, <laughs> I love each and every one of those guys, but oh, absolutely. doesn't mean that they're good losers. Wouldn't trade them for the world, but <laughs> don't lose to them in any games and just prepare to hear about it if you win. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. It's something. But this chair, man, I'm telling you, Dude, I saw it, I was like, it's following us. Maybe if it was like t- 15 bucks, I would just Venmo you and be like, just pick it up. Just pick it up. Get it. It's a good story. It'll find it. It'll find its way home. Dude, it's the fucking brotherhood of the traveling chair. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the equivalent to sisterhood of the traveling traveling pants. I mean, I guess or right? like manhood of the uh, just the, a chair just absolutely pounded with farts over the years. Like just like, <laughs> But it always somehow repelled him. It was that leather. Hey, it just stayed you know, strong, you know? The strong leather. <laughs> <laughs> Hate it. You ever think about how many farts are in your seats? I try not to. Yeah, well, but, I, but I'm asking, <laughs> do you every once in a while, though? Once. That's kind of a bummer, huh? So we were just watching Stranger Things, and uh, it was season one, so no spoilers, because if you haven't seen it yet, well, that's on that's you. That's on you. Um, yeah. But Jonathan, like, walks in. When all they're all playing D and D like in the last episode of the first season, yeah, and um, he's like you know doing Big Brother teasing stuff, and he goes, yeah, what are you guys playing? Or I thought you guys were playing down here. What what do you must have been farting the whole time? And I was like, <laughs> honestly, that's how I'm gonna. I was tempted to answer this phone call with you and be like, hey man, I thought you were busy. Oh wait, were you just farting all the time? Because that's <laughs> such a funny joke, but like, no, it isn't. You know, it's not funny. It's a dumb joke. It's there's zero percent funniness. I measured on the funny scale, zero percent. That's a forty percenter. Don't even. Madison brought that up again a few days ago, and I've been hurt ever since. <laughs> Betrayal. Yeah, hurt on a deep level. Dude, have you watched Shit's Creek? Yeah. Have you seen the last season yet? No, I haven't. That's the Dude, one. The I'm last with, season yeah. is on Netflix now. Is it good? Uh, yeah. Love it. Like I was in tears yesterday. It's it's a little bit of a tearjerker, like sure. emotionally, right? But like funny wise, oh man, they really like they did it. That show for the last season. I'm glad to hear that because that show was is real good. But it is hard to get through the first like season and a half because you just do not give a shit about anybody in that show. It's like no, I don't it's... care, you rich asshole, and you're whiny. Leave it alone. And then yeah. if, all of a sudden, you just kind of warm up to everybody, and you're like, wait a minute, I do yeah. love all of these characters. Shit. Okay, well. And they all fill their roles very well. Yes. Like, and then when they when they decide to make somebody off brand a little bit, it really catches you off guard. Right, because you're like, which, "Ew, like, what? What is this?" <laughs> like, huh. oh. Zane, which which character on Shit's Creek do you closest more, most closely identify with? Um, I don't know. Why maybe are you Stevie? Yeah, maybe Stevie. <laughs> I feel like 
Oh, my God. Why am I not remembering their names? Oh, because I haven't watched it in like two months. The Roses? Yeah. Which? which The, the guy. David? But then, yeah, David. And then also his, uh, his person. Patrick. His, his BF, yeah. yeah why am Patrick. I both? You <laughs> know what I mean? Very pragmatic, making good business decisions, but also kind of a hot please, mess every once in a while. Please open an apothecary. Dude, I would definitely do that. I just want I would, to know somebody I who say has I would an do apothecary. That. I say I would open an apothecary. You know for a fact that I'm going to be scared of the word apothecary. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely spooked and up. And when somebody it. shows up in a fucking owl mask with a... Yeah, no, nope, not having it. You're like, the plague isn't happening in my store. No way. Get a, go on, get. Pass. Don't want it. But, but I feel I like both. Yeah. You know? That's fair. I'm not <laughs> can, an Alexis. I can see that. No. I don't know anybody who's really an Alexis. Not truly. Um, a pe- few people who think they're Moira's, but yeah. nobody's that dramatic. No, it's just. I'm trying to think. Yeah, pretty much. It's like I know David's, and I know Patrick's, and I know Stevie's, and that's really about it. Maybe a Johnny right. Rose here or there. Yeah, Johnny Rose is just like the regular, everyday. Just guy. Like a person, uh, right? He has like ideas, but right. I don't really know any like really Rollins. Work. I don't really know, which thank goodness, you know. I, I know somebody who isn't like Roland, but isn't if you not multiply like them and no, if you multiply them by like the absolute worst they could be, it's Roland. You're getting and there, I'm yeah. Th- I'm, I'm not gonna throw them under the bus. That's here, really funny, even though it's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, Dude I, let me see if I wrote any topics. Okay. Down. In the meantime, every time I yawn. I started a new medication a few days ago, and I want to throw up, which is totally a wild thing, right? That's unfortunate. Yeah, not great. But here we are. Oh, well, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I just can't yawn anymore. I saw a, right. I saw a uh, Would You Rather. <laughs> I'm done being tired. It wasn't really a Would You Rather, but it was like a situational thing. It was like, yeah. if you could shoot a free throw, and if you made it, you got a million bucks, but if you missed it, you couldn't ever text again, would you do it? Probably. I feel like I would say no, maybe. I don't know, man. A million dollars is a lot of fucking money, but I've bricked a fair I amount of free I do hate calling and talking on the phone. See, and that what was funny it was it was more like, yeah, I could definitely call and text, but I feel like people get annoyed by me calling and text or calling and and uh, talking, you know, talking. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious though. Assume that you probably couldn't do like a voice to chat text because that's still a text, right? Right, and you couldn't do like messenger or anything. Yeah, I think you could. I am. That's not texting. Okay. Yeah, well, then easy work. So, brick incoming. Here we go. <laughs> right. What? Yeah, the worst Build that happens is I either... One brick ha- at a time. Right. I either stay the same or have a million dollars. Either way, I'm not changing that much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> Do you see that the, uh, the uh, what is it, Red River Showdown or whatever today? Oklahoma yes. played Texas. Went into yeah. like five overtimes. Really? Four, four Who ended overtimes. up winning? Texas was that who ended up winning Oklahoma really because they had no business winning that game no absolutely not. but their I think their season would have been over if they hadn't not that it isn't already over because they lost two games well right but so did Texas and they were still ranked right people are like is Texas back and they're like well first of all Everybody else just got way better. It's not like right. Texas it's not like was Texas has been that. Well, I mean, they've not been great either, but they've not been like horrible. They did yeah. get that dude Bijan Robinson. Have you heard yeah. about him? I think so. His stats are unfucking believable. He ran for like, so. Oh my god! Hello, am I about to fall off the computer? Nope. 
we're good. <laughs> Let me just see what his senior year stats are of high school. Uh, Max Preps says his uh, senior year alone, he ran for twenty two or yeah two thousand two hundred thirty five rushing yards, averaged seventeen yards a carry, had one hundred and twenty six carries, averaged two oh three a game, thirty eight rushing touchdowns and forty two total touchdowns. What? Over his yeah, over his career, he rushed for over seven thousand yards in high school. What? Averaging thirteen yards a carry. You'd have to. He averaged 153 yards a game, um, and he scored 103 rushing touchdowns, 114 total. You're you're looking at running almost 2,000 yards per year, right? And you figure you don't play that much as a freshman, yeah. So yeah, he basically ran 2,000 a year, sophomore, junior, senior, and like 1,200 freshmen. That's ridiculous for for non football context people. Hasn't there been like one two thousand yard rushing season in the Adrian NFL? Peterson? Yeah, Adrian Peterson did it. Uh, I think uh, Chris Johnson did it. Oh yeah. So um, I, oh yeah. CK2K I think Jim done. Brown might have done it. There's been a, there's been a few guys that have. That but have like done it. it's Emmett Smith, like Hall of Fame levels type players. Oh, yeah. like, like it it doesn't happen once every twenty years type of seasons. Yeah. So that this dude ran for over two thousand yards three seasons in a row in high school. Again, knowing How it's not many the NFL. Twenty fat. Damn huh? it. But. Oh, you're voice texting. See, you couldn't be doing this if you break that free throw. How many 2,000-yard rushers have there been in the NFL? Really sped up at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Six players. Jamal Lewis. Okay. Chris Johnson. Barry yeah. Sanders. Oh, yeah. Terrell Davis. Oh, yeah. OJ Simpson and Eric Dickerson. I think I think Adrian Peterson did it, too. I think he did. Or he was or wasn't he right at it, and then he got hurt? He was at, like, 1996 or something. Yeah, something like that. Um. But fucking, I forget about people. The, we're gonna get into our sports bag. I know for people a are second. like, we literally talked about sports for twenty fucking minutes already, and it wasn't even an interesting <laughs> sport. Because fucking Terrell Davis, people go back and forth on whether he's a Hall of Famer Dude's or not. He played what six seasons and had one of them was a two thousand yard season, and they right. won at least one Super Bowl. Right. Like, did they win back to back with John Elway or something like that? Like. Uh, believe so. The Broncos yes. were really good. Then. They were really, really good. I had a dude. I had a sick ass fucking Broncos jacket as a kid. It was like fake leather, and <laughs> it was like was it like a Letterman jacket? What's that? Was it like a Letterman jacket? Yeah, like that style. But it was orange and a white stripe across the middle, and then blue on the bottom. And it had Hell a yeah. big fucking Bronco embroidered on the back, like their logo. Yeah. Oh, it was so sick. Dude, I had like a Charlotte Hornets jersey. Yo, that's or a coat sweet. or something back in the day, like the the purple and like sea green color. Like, it was pretty ill. Shit. Also, I looked and Adrian Peterson ran for two thousand ninety seven yards in twenty twelve. Okay, so. I thought so. I thought so too, but I was like, I why are they not so seven that? players? E. Um. Yeah. Dude, I'm looking, and right now, you know, I'm not even gonna say it. Never mind. I was gonna about to jinx my shit but i'm not doing it <laughs> guys my ballot came in how fucking exciting is that congrats yeah man yeah. oh yeah we didn't have a podcast last week so i didn't get to say it. just go fucking vote yeah it's so easy i mean for uh, well in certain places it's not and we actually recognize that but in lots of places it is pretty easy check dates okay let me see what dates are coming up because this is important let me see voter registration dates because i know some are coming up and some have already passed which is kind of annoying. yeah um, but we are likely not the first people you have heard this from, but we also should not be the last. 
So let's see. Um. All right. We got. Oh fuck! Why is why are none of these in order? You know what? <laughs> I'm I'm gonna shout out our friend Kent and Mike because yeah. they had a great chart. So I am going to go to Kent. Their contest just ended today. I think. Oh, I hope I won. Um, I'm going to go to Kent because he is easier to find because I follow a bunch of mics. So, okay. So, day's coming up. If you have not registered to vote somehow, you should do that. We're not here to shame you, but just get it done. Um, fuck. This just goes through October 6th, so all of these are useless. <laughs> Damn it. There has to be more. Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, well, October 9th and what's today? The 10th? Oh my God! Today, yeah. if you live in Delaware, which may or may not be a state, you can vote today. <laughs> or the crazy could... thing is, how many people have already voted this year compared to years past? I love that. I'm going to yeah, be one of them. That's a great thing. I'm going to vote early as shit. Do it. One thing I do, I like Washington's uh, mail-in voting. I don't like that I don't get a sticker because that is arguably my favorite part of voting. It is. And I some can, people would say contributing to democracy, that. and I would say mm, the sticker though. The sticker. A They're free good sticker. stickers, dude. Do you have? Do you have the uh, thing in Washington where you can check to see if your vote, your ballot was yeah. received? It's fucking lit. Dude, that's a crazy thing, actually. Read the instructions. Holy yeah. shit. Since I can't find the voter registration thing, read the instructions. Because, like, Pennsylvania, for example, just had a crazy new rule go through where they're not counting what are called naked ballots. And basically, what that means is, like, in Washington, we have a bunch of envelopes mailed to us, which sounds very confusing. Right. But they all come in one big envelope. The big right. envelope... I believe you are good to toss, but read the instructions. Then you'll yeah. have a slightly less big envelope, a smaller ballot-sized envelope, and your ballot. Right. That's Washington, I also believe, has prepaid postage, which yep. is tight. And so you fill out your ballot. You close it up. Make sure all the dots are filled in, black or blue pen, dark blue. And then you fold it up, and then you put it in the security envelope. blue. Ours is blue. Oh, yeah. See, Washington's is black or blue, black or dark blue. No, no, no. The, the envelope. Oh, yeah. This envelope, ours is, is white with like a yellow stripe on top. Gotcha. And it says security. So you put that in there. And then I believe you put the security envelope. This is where you're reading the instructions. You take the security envelope. You put it in the slightly larger envelope. And then on the back, you have to sign that. And that signature right. has to match up with whatever you registered to vote with, likely your driver's license. Right. So for me, I have to make sure that it matches pretty much on with my driver's license now it's never going to be perfect but also right. some people like i have a very formal signature that i will take my time with and i have like a fast one right. i know i did my driver's if license with the fast one. one right and so i'm going to sign my ballot with that one so if you have a big fancy cursive one and a scribbly one look at your license or look at some federal document or state document yep. that you likely had to register with because that's the signature they'll be basing it yeah, off of. your passport, your driver's license. Then I believe there's 39 like states, including Washington and Montana, right, has a tracking system, or do they yeah. not? Okay, yeah, you can you can look up if your ballot has been received. So go find that and just check. Maybe not the next day, because of course it won't. No, but like it'll take at least two days. Or if you feel comfortable and you have a drop box ballot area, go drop off your ballot in one of the drop boxes. Or shit, bring like search where they're put or bringing the ballot. Sometimes it's county commissioner. Sometimes it's a specific elections office. Like, but go find that and bring it to that person or bring it to that office and yeah, just hand drop it there. off. Because then you yep. know it got there. 
And then right. you can still check in the system because sometimes it'll say, well, your ballot got here, but it was rejected because it had a funky signature or right. you have to verify that it's you. So be checking, even if you send it in early, up to until where it says delivered, no issues. Right. There's been a lot of people who have found out later down the road that their ballot was rejected because their signature didn't match. Oh, a ton of people. And they're like, well, that's my real signature. And they're like, oh, well, it was different enough. Like, oh, you got your license 10 years ago and your signature has changed since then. Right. Like... And as far as I understand, it's not, awesome. it's not like you can't, I think you have to basically file an affidavit, which sounds like a big fa fancy scary thing, but honestly, it's just you saying, look, I swear under penalty of perjury, it's like being in court and you raise your hand, essentially. You swear yeah. under perjury that that is your signature, you didn't forge it, you didn't fake it, that's you, and you can go down and bring that, I believe, now don't quote me on this, but like you might have to look up state to state, I believe you can bring an affidavit to them if it gets denied on the basis of signature, and say, right. look, I signed this. It's me. I promise you it's me. And I will hand sign this one, too, to match those up. Like, Right. So get your vote out. Yes. It's so easy. It's kind of fun. I'm going to go look it up after. That's, what, that's literally what I'm doing directly after this. But first, I'm going to find some tweets to read to you. Here's one. This one is from uh, Tatum at uh, 51st Tate's. Pretty good handle. <laughs> good user. Asked my therapist who their therapist was and went to see them. Asked them the same thing until I got to the final boss therapist and defeated them with my train wreck of a life. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get to talk about this much, Zane, and that's probably okay because, like we chatted about before the podcast, the fly that landed on Mike Pence's head during the debate, albeit funny, was also like kind of yeah. annoying that that was the only thing that I truly remember from that debate. Right, yeah, that's just just a large distraction. But in that, to that end, somebody says, "Who's gonna play the f okay at okay?" Thank you. <laughs> says, "Who's gonna play the fly on SNL, and why is it gonna be Pete Davidson?" <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I said exactly that to somebody the other day. You're right, exactly. Yes, they were like, "Oh, who's gonna play the fly on SNL?" And I said, "Pete Davidson." I bet it's Pete Davidson. It has to be. Here's one from Dirk Diggler, aka Take for Granted. Love that. Middle schoolers are terrifying because they haven't even discovered empathy yet. True. Just a bunch of psychopaths struggling to learn long division. Oh my god, so true. Couldn't agree more. <laughs> Michael Malugin at Michael W. Malugin says, "You ever find the perfect YouTube video to watch while you eat and just sit back during your first bite and be like, hell yeah, baby, we did it." <laughs> Every fucking that was day, a good Mike. one. Every that was day. A good one. Let's see. I think I had one more. I too have one more. I was wrong. This I had one's two more. From I lied. John Drake. At Drake Gatsby, also a good one. Uh, if you get bitten by a shark, bite it back. You'll still probably die, but the shark will be like, LOL, what? <laughs> Wait, I thought I had two more, but now I might only have one. Fuck. Uh-oh. <laughs> underlay, okay. underlay. Mommy, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh-oh. Uh -oh. Um, okay, I found my one more, like I said. Perfect. Um, This one comes to us from... Uh, Somebody, Annabelle Meshke, and she says, Mike Pence looks like the bottom of a stingray. <laughs> and just so the Zane can see is, this one, at least. So does, so does Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> Multiple members who are potentially going to be at or near the White House look like We're the bottom have of a stingray. We're going to have a stingray for president. Dude. This one is not a, this is not a uh, tweet, sure. but I feel, I feel the need to impart it upon the people. Indeed. Uh, this is the definition of jujitsu. Okay. One, the gentle art of folding clothes while people are still in them. 
two <laughs> involuntary yoga. Yeah, both of those are pretty good. Man, let us know if you watch some putt-putt golf or have played putt-putt. I miss it because we used I to have a course in Missoula a and we don't anymore. I played in February, I think. That's the last time I played. Um, And if you don't, also tweet us that. Hit us yeah. up. Chat with us. Just say, I hate putt-putt. Guys, next week, who knows what the episode's going to look like because like I said, I'm getting married seven days from now. Yeah. So we'll see. But we'll if try. not... We probably won't have one the week after. Well, we might have one the week after that. Who's to say? We we never know if we're having. You guys know better than to understand that, right? We might have one per week for the next nine or twelve or eighty-two weeks. Who knows? Yeah. Sometimes we, we might won't, never though. miss another episode. We'll see. <laughs> All right, love you. Bye. Bye.